And now, coming to you from Hollywood, Los Angeles, California, America, it's the nation's favorite new time podcast in the style of old time radio, The Thrilling Adventure Hour. Recorded live at Largo at the Coronet in Hollywood, California, America. Tonight's episode, Amelia Earhart, Fearless Flyer, Nazis Fall on Yancey Street. Starring Autumn Reeser as Amelia Earhart. Also starring Annie Savage as Abby Adams. Annie Savage, Joshua Molina, Mark McConville, and Mark Agliardi as the Algonquin Four. Travis Schult as the Ubermensch. And Natalie Z as the Red Baroness. Narration by Hal Lublin. Music by Andy Paley and the Andy Paley Orchestra. The Thrilling Adventure Hour is directed by Aaron Ginsberg and written by Ben Acker and Ben Blacker. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America! Patriot Brand Cigarettes proudly presents the secret files of the American Victory Commission! News on Parade! Dateline, the wild blue yonder! The question on everyone's lips, whatever happened to Amelia Earhart? The answer in nobody's ears. In 1938, America's soaring sweetheart faked her disappearance at sea in order to serve in the American Victory Commission's covert division as their top-secret one-woman air force. Now, via classified chronotechnology, Amelia Earhart, the fearless flyer, traverses time in her Lockheed Electra in the name of truth. Liberty and the American way. Amelia Earhart, fearless flyer, flies where other flyers dare and dare. Amelia Earhart, fearless flyer, up where there's adventure in the air. In the wild blue yonder, on the clouds of history, she fights the righteous fight and flies us right to history. Freedom's flag will fly forever higher. American Victory Commission calling Amelia Earhart. Over. If it isn't the toughest cookie in this whole darn war, Abby Adams, always glad to hear your voice. Even when I'm sending you on a mission back in time to keep the Krelts from using chronotechnology to change history? Especially then. When am I headed next? The Chronological Intelligence Bureau have detected a non-allied breach in New York City in 1932. Jumpin' jackrabbits, that's just a few years ago. I barely need a time travel mechanism at all. Use yours anyway, Amelia. And doing. Initiating time hole sequence. Meanwhile, in 1932 in New York City. Cain on American streets already? I thought I was ahead of the Nazi breach for once. 
Well, I'll say this for the Germans. They're punctual to the point of showing up early, which is rude in any etiquette book. Well, I'll teach that thing some manners, though. I'm glad I brought my finishing school. St. Joseph of Cupertino, who was the patron saint of pilots, look at that hulking berserker. This powerhouse, that's Dorothy Parker, the powerhouse of the literary world and the team of heroes known as the Algonquin Four. That's right, Amelia. A celebrated group of New York's sharpest wits met daily for lunch at the Algonquin Hotel, enjoying barbs and bon mots until one day a comet struck and those present found themselves possessed of powers beyond the ken of mortal men. Powers as dazzling as their intellects. And so, Harry Houdini... Stretchy, I could go with my body. Robert Benchley! Fire up! Woodrow Woodpecker Wilson! Ah, invisible wall! I'm Dorothy Parker! I'm Rodman! Fight ferocious foes! Oh, you mean foes like Darby Donovan, whose new theatrical outing is terrible? You didn't hear it from me, yes, you did. That's what I was talking about. They're the Algonquin Four! So what's wrong, Dorothy? It looks like you got the blues something fierce. That hothead Robert Benchley played a prank on me. So I was playing pranks on me. I've had it up to here. I'm not quit the Algonquin Four. No, say it ain't so, Dorothy. All I do is have a few beers and get in a brawl with my old gang of Yancey Boulevard art critics and poets. But there's some chicken to scrap ever since I became seven feet tall. And orange. <laughs> and rocks. Well, I'll, I'll scrap with you, but let's make it quick. I'm here on business. Hey! You're Amelia Earhart! From the papers! Shouldn't you be over the Atlantic right now? Well, present me is over the Atlantic, but I'm future me. Here to stop villains from taking over the past and having won the war before it even starts. It's time travel talk. If there's a bigger shortcut to vertigo, I don't know about it. Seems pretty straightforward, if not linear. <laughs> anyway, bye! No, no, hey, um... Because if you're looking for a fracas, you can help me fight the good fight and tell it's a great one. No, thanks. I'd rather mope. You incredible sulk. <laughs> I'll give you one across the snoot. Maybe that'll fix your wagon, and maybe it'll just make me feel better. Either way. Do you hear that noise? <laughs> 
time breach. The Germans are here and it sounds like they're skipping a street fight and they're taking to the skies. Who cares anyway? Gatsby's ghost! I'd know that plane anywhere! You can recognize a plane from here? Well, that plane, sure. You hear her hum? That's a Clem KL-20, and she belongs to the closest thing the Germans have to yours truly, the Red Baroness. The rumored granddaughter of Manfredron Vigloven, the original Red Baron. The Red Baroness serves her country as its clandestine aerial operative, capering cross-chronology in her Clem KL and acting the ace adversary to Amelia Earhart. We meet again, Agent Earhart. Hats off on the perfect landing, sweetheart. Now put your mitts where I can see them, framed around your pretty face, making an even prettier target. My hands? Oh, here they are. You shot my gun! The sentiment is mutual. I guess we are perfectly matched. Yeah, yeah, well... Hop on out of that plane and we'll settle this man to man, but woman to woman. Please, I am not an American eye jumping Calaveras County toad. <laughs> or frog. I do not hop, but here I am for woman to woman settlement. <laughs> Watch this, Dorothy. Good old fashioned fisticuffs. <laughs> <laughs> Inelegant. Stop using the flat back of your hand to block my punches. Where'd you learn to fight, defense school? You fight like you fly, Amelia Earhart. Sloppy. Nobody calls my flying sloppy. I have deflected all of your punches as easily as I have thwarted your aerial attacks here for two, and now I grow weary of you. No, no. No, you don't get to call the fight, I do. And if I can't do the job with my fists, I'll use my ace in the hole, the knife in my belt. You like it? A gift from old Jim Bowie. Only you would bring a knife to a fist fight. <laughs> but wait until you see what I brought. Ubermensch, to me! Woo-wee, that knife's a beaut. I'll take her. Hey, give me... Wait. <laughs> this is your Ubermensch, Baroness? He sounds as American as a baseball bat cracking a homer into the stands while a vendor yells, Peanuts! That's an awful nice of you to say. I think I'll fit right in here and say, Well, I'd be a natural pick for your American Victory Commission. So that's your gambit, eh? Say, think I'd make it to top agent at the AVC? You better not. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. If I was top American agent... I'd have no choice but to take down your spy bureau from the inside. Wouldn't that just beat all? The blow to American morale would be a 50 on the Richter scale. Not to mention being sweeter than an ice cream sundae, and likely more than enough to win us the war. And that sounds like the cherry on top. Well, that's a cherry you'll never taste on a sundae you'll never see. Hey, great punch. You get me right in the chin, didn't you? Well, looky here, Dorothy. Looks like I met your match. You care to start dancing and swap partners? Nah. Pass. But just look at him. I mean, heck, there's half a chance you'll fall in love. 
Because we're both big? <laughs> sure, sure, pal. And then, then you could turn him into a good guy. I mean, of course, it could backfire. He could turn you into a bad guy. But some allies you allied powers are. Is that just an expression as colorful as your rosy cheeks? You keep your nose out of my cheeks, Red Baroness. Seems ungentlemanly to sock a lady. Hmm. Maybe I'll just give her her this knife back, blade first, and call it a day. Then what? Tall plate of hotcakes? That's how they do it here, right? Hotcakes are for breakfast only, imposter! Oh, ouch, fire! Moldy weakness! <laughs> Robert Benchley at your service, unless you're Darby Donovan, a truly terrible playwright, an even worse actor, who clearly you are not. He's short. <laughs> Robert Benchley? What are you doing here? Couple things, Dottie. First and foremost, I am apologizing to you. I wouldn't have overcrisped your Monte Cristo if I'd known it would have made you so mad. That was my sandwich! And then you laughed at me. Oh, I was kidding around, kiddo. You only tease the ones you love. Love? You're my best pal, you know that. I do? Of course you do! Oh, yeah! <laughs> Well, this fireman isn't the only joker around. Fireman, the weakness! Not true. I don't have any weakness. Only strength. Savvy? Oh! Yeah, oh, grip like a vice! Mm. Wait till you see what I pull your head off like. A lever, I guess. Yeah. Rain check for that, though, tall, light, and breezy. Let's see, how's February 30th for you? Well, sure, I don't have any... Hey, there's no February 30th! Dorothy, do you have something to add? Dorothy Parker Smash! And that's the way the Nazi crumbles. Out colder than that ice cream sundae he mentioned. Good job, Dorothy Parker. And now for the cherry on top. Red Baroness, let's dance. When we dance, you will not know it. I will leave, and you will die. <laughs> well, there she goes. Swath of red in the wild blue yonder. I know you can see me shaking my fist. That's why I'm doing it. Yep, 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 she's soft. Anyhow, well, it was an honor to meet you, Dorothy Parker, and it will be an honor to meet you, Robert Benchley, a few minutes ago and across town. That's right. I will time travel to talk to Mr. Benchley. I will spare you the dizzying details. Dizzying? You already explained it. Well, it's pretty straightforward. She found me at the Algonquin and told me the state of your affairs. Of course, I came as quick as I could to apologize. Also to save America, but mostly to apologize. Any message you have for yourself? Only that we did it! <laughs> Only that! 
Well, maybe tell me not to play pranks on people to tell them I love them. Just to tell them I love them. Dorothy Parker loves Robert Benchley, too! <laughs> Okay, stow it, you platonic lovebirds. Those Nazis never give up, but luckily, neither do I. Time waits for no gal, I'm needed elsewhere. I'll see you in the past. This concludes another aeronautical adventure of Amelia Earhart, Fearless Flyer! 